Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is going on, my people? Welcome to Causing the Effect. I'm your host, Scott Gazzoli. I hope all of you are doing wonderful um, on this May afternoon here. The weather is starting to get uh, warmer in New York City. I hope uh, I'm helping, you know, you guys through this tough time. You know, we're in the midst of the pandemic. I think the worst is officially behind us. Um, You know, again, I'm in New York, so... A little bit of, uh, you know, back and forth. It seems to be more of a political debate than anything at this point, you know. Um, So I I just felt like, you know, everything up to this point has been pretty important. But to me, uh, my life goal is to be happy. That's always been the focus of mine. Um, So I I feel like doing an episode on happiness in general will just help you guys. Um, And again... Uh, I just want to talk about it, uh, appreciate everyone's positive comments, keep them coming, uh, I'm seeing how I'm going to end up, you know, kind of start changing up the, the content and, um, you know, focusing on your guys' needs first, obviously, you know, as always, the point of this is to share and serve knowledge with you guys and my life experiences and, and all that, so, you know, let's just get started off, you know, happiness, I was like starting off with a quote, this one's from Charles Spurgeon, um, you know, it is not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes happiness. So, you know, I think that is a really strong quote. It really hit my heart because, you know, to me, it's pretty simple. But again, I've been on this path to happiness for the last couple of years. And I just always felt like the happiest people don't have the best of everything. I'm sure you know many people. It's not about what you have. It's about, you know, making the best of everything. So, you know, the happiest people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything. Um, and I've seen that throughout my life. You know, happiness is a very subjective experience. Um, I feel like it plays an absolute huge part in our lives. Um, you know, true happiness really has nothing to do with pleasure um, because the reliance on, on feeling good, this instant feeling, I feel like is a big commonality in the generations under and, you know, between tech and this instantaneous gratification that we have, it really ends up being, um, confused between pleasure and happiness. So pleasure is more in the moment. Um, you know, it really does contribute to it, I would say, but obviously when you go down that pleasure path, um, I can tell you I've dabbled in most of the bad pleasures, um, you know, drugs, alcohol, gambling, food, sex, masturbation. Uh, I've been addicted to everything. Uh, and I can tell you that the feeling of joy and happiness is much different than pleasure. Uh, I would consider pleasure just a feeling and happiness being a state. And that's actually, you know, the, uh, the, uh, official definition of happiness is the state of being happy. So obviously that doesn't tell you much. Uh, Happy, the word itself, is feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. So again, I I don't know how accurate that that, you know, I really would like there to be a big distinction between happy and pleasure, but that's what we're here for, right? So, you know, I feel like the pleasures that I, you know, the instant gratification um, really always came with kind of baggage, uh, whether it be guilt whether it be anxiety, whether it be worry, and true happiness really uh, has nothing to do with that. Um, you know, the the uh, etymology online, uh, you know, describes the word happy um, in most languages as, as the word lucky. 
So, you know, I think that's an important thing that, you know, it's more of a state of mind. And I feel like if you break it out, there's, I'm going to break it down to you in a couple different ways. Um, not only from my experience, but obviously from professionals and psychology experts, you know, simply put, it could be broken down as a, a state of mind. Um, a, so, you know, how you feel in the moment on a day-to-day basis, if you're happy, if you're sad, if you're anxious, if you're worried, yada, yada, yada. And then the second piece, you know, a life that goes well for that person. That's a, that means, you know, in layman's well-being. So it's this, it's this state of mind on a day-by-day basis, as well as, uh, overall well-being and, you know, feeling well and all that stuff. So, you know, again, uh, to, to get back to, you know, the pleasure over, over happiness argument, yada, 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 that's, you know, I would call that hedonism in a sense. And that's been something that, you know, you guys can Google hedonism and get deeper into that. But again, that's just somebody who focuses completely on the pleasure. And there's people who focus completely on life satisfaction. So there, I, I feel like when you're focusing on pleasure, you're really focusing, I want to feel good in this state of mind. And you end up forgetting the, your well-being. And that's kind of what happened to me in my early 20s. Um, I was rocking and rolling pretty hard. Um, and again, you feel good on a day-by-day basis. But every time that Sunday, you know, that Sunday uh, came, you, you felt like shit. Um, so it's about finding a balance. Um, you know, Martin Seligman, who is one of the, um, really the creators of positive psychology, um, you know, he works at the University of Pennsylvania, fantastic, fantastic human being, um, really a, a world leader in, you know, in this world of, of happiness. Um, you know, he's written numerous, um, you know, different books about it, um, as far as his contribution to, to psychology, uh, he has the pleasant life, the good life and the meaningful life. Um, I strongly suggest, you know, reading some of his stuff, but he breaks it out very simply into three different pieces of happiness. There's circumstantial effects, those who have, uh, you know, which have a small impact. This is primarily one's spirituality and friendship. Um, but this includes other factors such as health and wealth and perceived freedom. Circumstantial effects, roughly, again, there's no way to, 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 to even, you know, really quantify this, but the circumstantial effects do take about 10 to 15% up of your happiness. To, they, they, they make up 10 to 15% of that, you know, of the, the blueprint to be happy. That doesn't sound like a lot to me. The The biggest one is the voluntary control um, factors. This is our ability to change um, the one's baseline happiness through our behavioral choices, attitudes, free will, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, the circumstantial effects to, to me, if you just, you know, 10% to, to voluntary control, that's 50 to 60% of your happiness. So obviously, that's a huge piece. Any type of that self-improvement that people work on that this is, you know, that this podcast is, is really focusing on is um, going to be focused in this voluntary control factors. How can you control what you do, what your attitude is, um, and this is very much connected to happiness intelligence. Um, happiness intelligence is kind of a foo-foo word, but it is very connected to emotional intelligence. And this is how you can really impact your voluntary control. It, this is the ability to recognize the impact of events, the actions, the interactions in your life. Um, you know, how those things are impacting your happiness, how your behaviors is changing to protect, you know, from the stress, from the stress hormones, all that stuff. So that's an easier way to put it. Um, you know, those three breakdowns, let me get the the third one. Here's the inherited generic set range. That's going to be your weight. You know, that's mostly genetics, how fast your metabolism is, um, your upbringing, and that's going to be the rest of it. So you're looking at 30 to 35% of that. So really, the, if you inherited something, you can't do much about it. Circumstantial, I would say that, look at that like a secondary movement where I would focus on those pieces 
after you really feel comfortable in the voluntary control sector of your life. Um, increasing, you know, your happy, your intelligence, your happiness results in increased control of your state of mind. So we can process all these emotions on a, you know, on a really coherent basis. And I think, again, I'm trying to, to, to set building blocks for you guys to, to, to be able to get to the mindset you know, I, I, I would say I am generally happy. I feel happy. You know, I, I keep track. And this, this is part of the, you know, of how obsessed I am with it. I'm happy most of the time. You know, I went 21 days straight. And then, you know, you have one off day. But that's the point. You're not going to be happy, you know, 24-7. So if you're happy most of the time, you're doing, you're doing um, you know, pretty good. So, you know, don't feel off by that. So, you know, why, why, why is being happy so important? Now, it sounds like a really dumb question to me, but I, I meet people all the time who it's like they love being miserable. They want to, they want to tell people I'm so miserable, I'm so stressed, yada yada yada. Um, if you ever met somebody who was happy, um, I'm talking about super happy. Um, I bet you they weren't a billionaire. I bet you they weren't super rich. It was just a mindset, right? That that that's it. And I'm sure if you think if you take a second and think about it, um, these people in your life um, are people that you were attracted to, and you know I kind of noticed that. Um, kind of just by a trial, a trial and error, um, in my life, just, you know, the days I'm happy, people are, or I'm feeling good. The energy's flowing. Excuse me. I think, I feel like things do end up, you know, just coming a little easier. Um, and not only will it help, you know, people be attracted to you, but you could really change somebody's life with your energy of happiness. And, and just by, you know, being more out there, it makes you more aware of, of other people's feelings. And if you're happier, you're less stressed, um, you're able to really change their minds and maybe make them happier. Um, you know, for me uh, and for, you know, these are studies that, again, this is all common sense that I'm sure that it sounds like it. But again, everything, or you could double double check everything. This opens up your creative mind. Um, it in, in any goal that you have, um, I'm sure that being happy will help you achieve that easier, whether it's being, if you're in sales, obviously, if you're a happy person, people are going to want to talk to you. But in any other way, if you're if you're a um, you know a, a systems IT guy, just by being happier makes your makes your brain feel smoother. It makes you you know very assertive. Um, and these are all studies that, that have been shown, um, which is fantastic. Obviously, it, it will bring down the stress and the anxiety. It also boosts your immune system. Who the hell would have thought being happy boosts your immune system? And that's because you're turning off those stress hormones of stress, anxiety, worry, um, anxiousness, and, and just focusing in the moment being happy. If you take what we've done to this point, we've given you the tools to be mindful, giving you the tools to meditate, to get to that state. And now we're trying to figure out, you know, we got the body little thrown in there, the, the beliefs, you're, you're, you're focusing on, on, on what, who you want to believe and what's your belief in yourself. And now you're going to be happy. It's like, how much better does this podcast get? I fucking don't. No, um, you know, this is, uh, something that I feel like is, uh, you know, really important across the board. So I want to give you a couple of tips on how to be happier. Um, it's gonna be a tough one if, if you, if you're, you know, the step one, which I think is the, you know, the most vital piece of this, um, it's accepting it, you know, accepting you can be happy. You are able to um, be happy. Some people have this mindset where I'm just, I'm miserable. If, if you're going to think that, you know, what you perceive on in your inner world is what you perceive in your outer world. Um, and, you know, there's been some interesting findings through brain imaging studies, um, which really show how the brain regulates the emotions. Um, you know, and I have an article here 
um, from an article entitled Brain Activity Regulates Emotions. This is by Rick Nauert, PhD. Shout out to Rick. Um, recently developed brain-based models of emotion regulation uh, identify the prefrontal cortex as a key player in the cognitive regulation of emotion. Scientists think that these brain regions are involved in bringing feelings into line with what the situation demands. For example, avoiding feeling or expressing anger during a conflict with the boss. The prefrontal cortex is involved in both creating and mitigating negative emotion depending on the contents of your thought, of what you think. So if you go in and accept, I'm miserable, I guarantee you, you will be miserable every day. It's about that, that just accept that maybe I could be happy. I'm not even saying 100%. At least let, let give, give yourself a chance to be happy. Um, and, you know, once you accept that, the next thing I would do is list some things that you're grateful for in your life. And you could put in your notes in your phone. You could end up um, putting it, you know, as your background. Um, just being able to, to and, and feel that. You want to really feel those emotions of gratefulness. And w w whether it is, w whether it's family, money, um, you know, your passion. Feel that, that gratefulness and take a look at that. It could be three to five things. And think about that on a daily basis. Um, go through that whenever you're feeling upset. What, how are you going to be upset and unhappy when you're feeling grateful. There, there's, there's no way you could do that. So write down those feelings. Uh, write down goals. Uh, I don't know how directly correlated this is with happiness, but just from a personal standpoint, when you have um, an aim, you know, right now, I don't know, so I feel like some people in their 20s, at least for me, I didn't know where my direction was. So being able to write down those goals, you know, you can't hit the target without having an aim. So writing down your feelings, writing down your goals, and being able to just digest that. Um, this stuff is really, it's not hard to be happy, guys, I'm telling you. And again, I'm here to help you. Um, you know, ch Just hit us up on the, on the, the email, and I'm more than happy to, to start scheduling you, know, you guys for half-hour hour sessions like we've been doing. And again, I really appreciate it. I, I, my goal is to never take a dime from anybody um, while I'm doing this until we get you know, Joe Rogan status on Spotify. <laughs> so... Uh, another thing I feel like that helped me doing random acts of kindness just out of nowhere. Um, kind of, you know, you, you, you surprise yourself sometimes if you give somebody an extra 10 bucks on the train, um, you give somebody a, um, a meal and, and feeling that how happy they are changing people's lives. That's, you know, another big piece of this, uh, exercise goes without saying, um, you, you, you know, the, the exercise piece, I'm going to talk about it a lot throughout this podcast, is my anchor in life. And I feel like that's something that everybody should do to be happy. It's fun an anchor to get yourself in state to be happy. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm miserable if I don't go to the gym or if I don't work out, but I am typically 100% on my game when I'm doing, you know, uh, when, when I'm kind of, when I, when I do my whole thing, my meditation, my working out, I really end up, you know, being happy and it's, it just feels much easier so definitely go back to the exercise episode talk about that um you know and we could kind of do it now the um the science behind this i think has been pretty proven by this point but you know speaking from a statistics standpoint certain personality traits go hand in hand with being happy um one study by steel schmidt schultz in 2008 um found that the the big five personality traits um, can account for anywhere between 40 to 65% of the variation in your well-being and happiness among people. So, you know, th those, I'm sure, I don't know how familiar people are with the big five personality traits, but these are known as the five-factor uh, model or the ocean model. Um, it's kind of like a taxonomy or a grouping developed in the 1980s. Um, the, the, the main theory identifies these factors as being happy. Your openness to experience, your conscientiousness, 
your extroversion, your agreeableness, and your neurotism. Openness um, being, you know, inventive, your curiosity. You know, and again, if you, if you think about these pieces, anytime somebody that has a curious mind, you know, they end up being, ha- you know, I'm sure the curiosity people, the people who reach them and want to grow and, and are inventive end up having that happier, warmer feeling. The conscientiousness, people who are efficient and organized against, you know, people who are more careless, they're kind of run by the seat of the pants. Those people who are um, efficient and organized tend to be more happy. You know, extroversion goes without saying, agreeableness, and then neurotism is the, sen- it's more like your sensitivity, um, your nervousness to security and confidence. So, you know, th- it showed that, um, you know, being happy really boosts all these pieces, which boosts your life. So, uh, I think we really spit a lot of knowledge at you guys. Um, I'm hoping that this one was as effective and as, you know, as as cool as the other one's been. It feels, you know, this one really hits my heart. Uh, these the, these notes are things that, uh, you know, I go online, we'll do a little bit of Googling, we'll do a little bit of feeling, and, you know, we'll just keep going. Um, I really hope that this helped, you know, you guys kind of look at happiness in a different way, and it's something that's a necessity. And people that tell you that, you know, who needs to be happy? It's not, that doesn't make you money. That's, it's, it's absolutely everything. Try to make happiness. If it's not the most important thing, make it, you know, make it, make it up in the top. So I hope you got a lot out of this episode. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Thanks. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.